people are going to feel weird when there's no call to action in this episode. So they're going to be like, that's weird. And honestly, the biggest reason isn't the astrology. It's because you said sideways 69 52 times in three seconds. So I don't know. I don't know. Listen, that's just facts. It's not about, it's not sexual. I don't know that sideways 69 is just facts. Hello and welcome to episode number 543 of the podcast. I'm one of your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy and we're committed to educating you on things entertaining but do not matter. To find out more about these monocultural pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast and on Twitter at podcastpod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking the more you know. But before we do that, you guys, on Friday, June 21st, we will be in Dallas at Gillies Dallas. And then on Saturday, June 22nd, we'll be in Chicago, Illinois at the Vic Theater. Imagine your favorite Wednesday episode, but in 4D. Tickets go on sale for our best friends of the show on Monday, February 26th at 10 a.m. And then our friends of the show and note for the audio newsletter subscribers get access on Tuesday, February 27th at 10 a.m. Central. And then the general public gets it on Wednesday, February 28th at 10 a.m. Central time. Visit noxandjamie.com slash live to learn more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, Jamie, it's time to do the more you know. The more you know. Uh, okay, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of Super Bowl uh, adjacent things to talk about. Jamie, did you watch the Super Bowl? I watched it. I watched all of it. I watched people singing uh, patriotic songs. Mm. I watched commercials. I watched halftime. I watched clubbing parties after. All okay. I did was consume this content. Now, listen, I will say, I secretly did want the 49ers to win just because they have the less racist mascot. However... Uh, and it was just to keep it fresh, you know, like the 49ers haven't won in a minute, but, uh, I did realize that the manifestation of white women across the globe was too strong. 
And so Taylor. That's one way to describe it. You could also just say it's Patrick Mahomes was too strong. Uh, Listen, is he adorable? Am I in love with him? He is a precious baby angel. I love him. Part of me wants to challenge the assertion that the 49er or the Chiefs have the more racist mascot. I would venture to say that a lot of the gentlemen in the gold rush uh, in the 1840s probably didn't have the coolest views on stuff. You know, no, no, for sure their own version of racism but not appropriating an entire culture. And listen, even though NFL did write in racism on everything, yeah. I think uh, the call is coming from inside the house. Well, they so. said end it. They didn't say we can do it. They were just like, <laughs> someone should end this. Hey. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, what was the Super Bowl setup like uh, for you, Jamie? So I had a friend over and we watched it on the screen. I had electricity because I haven't had electricity in eight mm. days. And I came home to it. Thank you to Kevin, my electrician, who got it done. Was and Kevin the electrician the friend? No, he was not the friend. He's So you didn't uh, have a party. You just had one person at your house watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I know. Interesting. And then we watched it and it we ate uh, we ate wings. Mm-hmm. We did some Zaxby's. Yeah, did and some Zaxby's. It was fun. Aaron, like, how what is your observation of this uh, uh, conversational transaction? Do you feel like it's normal? Like this is no, a normal person? It is not normal at all. <laughs> it is absolutely abnormal. Oh, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the group. Aaron's voice. Yeah, sorry everyone. <laughs> I had a sinus infection from hell. Aaron was sick in our last episode, and she was like, "I am fine," and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get sick." Um, because I do make it about me immediately, and I was like, "Oh no!" But I did not get sick, even though she because I wasn't sick then. Sure, right, right. Well, we'll play. We can play back some tape and know that that's not true. But uh, then she like went took to the bed. Like, yeah, it mm. was bad. Multiple days. Yeah, yeah. But she's God here, just down. grinding out podcasts. You know, trying to understand what doing yep. a Zaxby's is. Uh, with I don't me. like doing a Zaxby's at all. But the the nature of the wings added to the conversation is what's making me giving me now. Pause. My more boneless. Gross. <sighs> I don't think that's what you want in that situation. I don't either. Well, it's not doing a good Zaxby's. Uh, Aaron, what, what was your uh, uh, Super Bowl situation? Uh, Ben's brother and sister and our uh, our sister-in-law came over. And Marlo, was, Marlo watched the whole thing. She wore her Taylor's version NFL Aww. shirt. I wore my uh, Swift Bowl shirt. Nice. Uh, so we just, I mean, we watched. We were really there for Usher. Yeah. We were there for yeah. Usher. And we were there to catch glimpses of Taylor. Uh, so that was that was our vibe. We, we're, so, none of us are very big football fans, but I like watching football. I just I do, I feel a lot of pressure, like amongst like actual fans. No, the the Super Bowl is perfect. It's it's eventized. You just hang out. Yeah. Like if you want to watch football, there's so much happening. You don't need yeah. to do that. So it's yeah. the perfect cross section. What, what about you, Knox? What was your setup? Uh, had so we had a Super Bowl party. Had some friends over. Um, I did some some light barbecue smoking. You know, little Boston oh. butt, couple ribs. Made some uh, some dip. You know, real casual stuff. Um, some some uh, some friends brought some adult uh, libations. You know, and then I got the call. I got the text actually that my son wanted to see a movie with a uh, uh, friend. Maybe similar to your kind, not not electrician oh. Kevin, but like a friend, right? Okay, yeah. And this movie theater just so happened to be thirty minutes away, and so this was in the middle of the party, and what? you know, trying to be a good dad. So, because the, the weekly schedule's tough, so by creating like, boundaries and saying no, you can't ask in the middle of this throwing a party. No, no? he oh, okay. he had, he had soft launched it with me, so I was like, all right, we'll figure it out. So I drove definitely the speed limit to that theater and back and what? no tickets were had. Um, but, uh, you missed an hour of the show. 
No, you know, I got right. I, I got back right before. I didn't oh, get to indulge in in the adult drinks though, so I had to keep it straight edge uh, kid, you know, legal yeah. guy here, oh, yeah. you know. Um, and then I had to leave yeah, into the third quarter to go pick up and bring back. Um, so I got the radio call, but it was it was a great group, fun kids were there, lots of stuff happening. Um, it was a good time, and 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 the best of all was. You know, uh, Jason and I talked about this on on Over Under, trying to figure out who to bet on, you know? And there's so many yeah. prop bets. You and I talked about it in The More You Know last week. Like, you bet yes. on everything. And at the end of the day, I was like, hey, man, you're you're kind of a stupid guy. And the more decisions you make, the more stupid decisions you'll make. So just make one decision and bet on the best quarterback maybe who's ever lived. And I did. And did. Aaron, while we're recording, will you look up, like, used private jet prices? You know, like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not out here trying to like, you know, pay retail. You got to try to get a 2011. Yeah. PJ. I mean, just like You're secondhand not. PJ. Yeah. I feel like that's reasonable. It's a good yeah, use yeah, of yeah. funds. So it was, it was a good night. It was a good night. Well, uh, I did. I will say I watched part of because of tw- I was on Twitter because that's when Twitter's is its best when we're sure. all watching the same thing. And everybody kept posting about Nickelodeon. And so I switched to Nickelodeon. Yeah. And we were like, we did not want to turn back. Because Dora the Explorer was doing a great job explaining things to us. And I really I really enjoyed how much Patrick from SpongeBob was dumping on everybody <laughs> playing on that field. It was a delight. Listen, it Dora put some people out of work. Jean Steratore, she's come for your job. Okay. She explained it really quickly and easily what's going on. Um, <laughs> I think we keep the cough. I think, think the cough the, is good. You know, is that juicy? No, That's pretty no, juicy. No, I think it's, it sounds it. like hard hat, lunch pail. Again, uh, Aaron just yeah. here putting in the work in the trenches, podcasting <laughs> with the takes. You know? Right, because she won't rest. Yeah, no, I did. I rested all week, and that's why this week is going to be hell. That's true. That is true. This yeah. does feel like your soft launching an ASMR kind of like spinoff podcast. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to my ASMR. Close. Listen, that's that could be your own tier. Make your own Patreon. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, well. Um, okay, well, let's go. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, commercials. Let's do. Um, uh, we'll do Super Bowl Smasher Pass, uh, and obviously the commercials are such a big deal. Um, I do find while I'm watching it in a social setting, I just can't really focus on the commercials if we're talking. Yeah. Um, luckily the group really started to scrutinize the commercials. So I got, I didn't have to rewatch as many. Uh, but if we're talking about them in terms of good or, or, or bad, Jamie, like, where do you want to start? Okay. Let's start with my favorite one. And it's only because it wasn't really about the commercial. And that is Verizon's commercial oh, wow. with uh, Beyonce and Buster slash Gary slash Tony Hale. Okay. And that is because, listen, if you're looking for a woman who can do an album drop, and that's not targeted. I'm just saying, if you're looking for somebody who's really good at a surprise album drop, it is one Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles Carter. You know what I, I mean? I think it's good to, for us to put an over under on episodes of like uh, shots Jamie takes at Taylor Swift. Listen, and I feel you like put we'll Taylor Swift as a topic. That's not fair. You made her a topic. This isn't it, though. You went out of your way to go I throw know. shade at her. I know. Interesting. But I did like... Like, one of the things I really liked about her album drop is that immediately I had two singles I could listen to. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. I'm immediately, and it's a country album. I'm like, so ready. What are you talking about? Which I love because she kind of did with Act One of Renaissance. She did uh, a reclaiming of house music. And now she's doing a reclaiming of country. And I assume the third act will be rock. And, and then she'll be like, you will have to deal with black people because I'm the one coming for you. And I love it. And so the, I'm only, so excited. the only issue I have with that commercial was I thought her strategies at trying to break the internet right. didn't make a lot of sense. No, no, no you like a, you're, you're in space and you're dancing. I just, I don't know. No, you're got a lemonade fan. Are you, are you batting kids Come with on. your back? No, then this is not. I mean, that might've broken the internet. 
But just eliminate saying that's not going to break the internet. That's right. You know? Although, let me be clear. In the same way that I felt, I will uh, give Taylor some. Well, it's just a reminder that I didn't like how Taylor did her announcement because I felt like that's it took two. away that's two from for the her record. peers. You're that's right. Home. It took away from her peers. I did think Beyonce, even though the commercial aired after the halftime show, I do think that unfortunately she did take all of the shine away from Usher because suddenly my Twitter feed was not talking about Usher anymore. It was only talking about Beyonce. And so that's kind of a bummer. Like, especially when you have an artist who really the whole thing about the Super Bowl halftime is they're not paid because, and they even invest their own money. Like famously weekend spend an extra 7 million for a very mediocre halftime show mm. on, cause he's, you're given Apple gives you a $15 million budget. And then you usually have to, and anything over, over that, you have to spend out of your own pocket and you're That's not right. paid, but the payoff for you is massive. And so I, like, I didn't love that she kind of stole that. From it it does feel a little bit like uh, blaming the sun for taking a flashlight's uh, energy away, you know, just been like, well, the flashlight was really important here, but the sun shined and just took it. I just don't know that that's equal. Like that's Beyonce true. and it's Usher. Not. You know what I mean? No, it's not. No, it's it's 100% not. Are so. we, as, as a country, are we done pretending like Usher is a huge deal? Or are we going to keep doing that oh, for a Usher's little bit? Oh, Usher's fantastic. Usher is a big deal. A, a huge deal. Usher is Super Bowl halftime huge deal. Because if you listen to that, if you, he is the soundtrack of, because you're making a Super Bowl halftime show for elder millennials, always. Like, okay. that's right now the season we're in. And let me tell you, everybody turned it up when... Like you just heard the beats of caught up. My my theory on Usher is he feels a little bit like uh, Chris Kattan on Saturday Night Live, where it's like you remember him, wow. big deal, Mr. Peepers. Um, wow. He has some really good characters, but in terms of like the the go to calling cards, I don't know that I have it like hit with him. No, this I know I know why because you never went to the club. You uh, got married too early. You were and you too never saved. Went to the club. You were too saved, and sure. you were too, and you were married too. You early. You got married too early, yeah. and you never went to the club. Uh, I don't. I got to be honest with you. I don't know. Getting too getting married too early would have changed my destiny of going to clubs. Fair probably. Enough. Fair you enough. know. Yeah. You just want a clubber. I yeah. guess not. I mean, Chattanooga's own Usher Raymond um, <laughs> just didn't do it for me. I don't know. I, I I was thinking about him like Sam Rockwell too. Of like, yeah, important, but like. But like, is that what we want for Super Bowl halftime? I just, I Listen, wasn't feeling it. Usher has a PhD in gyration and that was his dissertation. Was that, was, was that off the dome or was that pre-written? Be honest. No, I want to know. I, I had thoughts about it. I Listen, hope, I hope you watched the like, part. I'm going to ask you everything you say for the rest of this episode if it no, was pre-written. I like thinking of you and um, Kevin Electrician, Zaxby's guy, <laughs> and like Usher Those gyrating. Those are two different men. Like, Those are Kevin, two different men. Put the boneless wing down. Move it. I need to write that. <laughs> Uh, that's good. It's just a good line, man. Uh, um, I, Let's finish with that. Story. Let's go ahead and just wrap it up. Sure. Yeah. He, I thought roller skates. Check. Oh my gosh. Incredible. Her, pl- her playing guitar. Check. So good. Ludicrous. Shirtless Usher. Golly. Like I was like, let's pause. Let's say a prayer real quick. Can I, can was- I, uh, the, what I appreciate about that, obviously great looking dude, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It wasn't just him walking out shirtless. It was the process of watching him become shirtless. I really actually appreciated that. Which is the stripper. He is 
the best stripper. I'm going to push back, Jamie. That wasn't stripping. This was tasteful. Okay. This was like, I'm an elegant man. Stripping can also be tasteful. J-Lo proved that in Hustlers. Um, But Did J-Lo actually strip in Hustlers? I don't know that she did. That's the the mystery. Well, we didn't get, we didn't get tier A. Well, we did get A. We didn't get Mm. tier uh, P. Okay. But I also say, listen, I did 100% think, I am also the person on the internet that thought Jermaine Dupri was CeeLo. Because I I hadn't seen Jermaine in a minute. Hand up, full accountability. I until this moment, I also thought that was the case. So thank you for helping me. So that was that. Jermaine Dupree. That was what they. I was intrigued by the glove emphasis. I love that he spent his budget on gloves, and right. th- there was a topic of conversation. Was he? Why the insistence on the one glove? Is he trying to take one gloves back? Is he paying homage to Michael Jackson? If so, that's a weird move, probably. Like, what did you guys think about that? Yeah, I don't like the homage part because it's, you know, it's uh, it's just a Bill Cosby situation. Sure. And so yeah. I don't love that. But maybe this was him like, hey, one gloves don't have to always be associated with him. I can now be the one glove guy. I, or he's just like, sometimes you just wear one glove and that's okay. And it doesn't mean anything. It's not a, a rebellion. You know, somebody else at our party made the observation that Andy Reid, um, you know, he's got like kind of the walrus mustache, you know, uh-huh. um, they made the observation that the part of his mustache that's still colored, like red, you know, yeah. is Hitler's own. So isn't that interesting? Like care to comment, Andy Reid? What are you doing about that? Either go full white you or gotta, like You got to, well, it's hard and it's hard to go white too, but you need to get a little blonde yeah dial there yeah for yeah. sure oh uh, i didn't love the microphone face placement it was just like off center and it really yeah. bothered me you right. know the only other note i had was like i don't know why Ludacris. he looked like a futuristic blacksmith dominatrix who was suiting up to play middle school football and i God. just thought that was weird and those shoes were so like super mario coded i love them <laughs> i love so the weather's getting warmer and i'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, 
I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Olive and June. As a longtime user of Olive and June and as the chairman and co-founder of the We Don't Wear Open Toe Shoes If Our Feet Are Not Presentable Club, I don't think we talk enough about their petty system. Listen to me. Now, the weather is getting warmer. I know you're going to be tempted to go out without just like even acknowledging your winter feet. Maybe need to just have a little buff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to stop right now and order a petty system immediately. Like their Manny system, Olive and Jean's petty system comes with everything you need to get those feet ready and presentable without the hassle of going to a salon, including the Posey, which is this brilliant footstool that opens up and you can use it to store everything in. It also comes with a smoothing foot file and hydrating foot serum, which are both mandatory if you ever plan to be around me with your toes on display. I just love how generous they are. And they just sent us the quick dry spring collection and the Kalazog. Gorgina. They truly have the best shades, whether you like bright colors, pastels, or neutrals. The Kitten Quick Dry is my go-to neutral shade, but if I'm in the mood for something fun, I've been reaching for Flamingo, which is this bright coral pink shade that is just perfect for spring. Just like their regular polishes, the Quick Dry are super long-lasting, and the best part is they dry in just about a minute. I'm as obsessed with the Quick Dry for doing my pedicures as I am with the tab press-ons for my manis because they are so quick and easy and give the best results every single time. Visit oliveandjune.com slash podcast for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-O-P-C-A-S-T for 20% off your first system. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. Uh, going back to commercials, I yes. I do feel, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm a little ashamed. Yeah. But the I Ben Affleck Duncan yeah, commercial. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it was, it was it, uh, it's just like made in a lab for me. You know, like, what do you want from me? I, I just was, liked it. It was perfect. The fact that they're forming a boy band that has no boys in it. It's just elderly, like New Englanders. Yeah. And the fact that Jennifer Lopez is, it was actually a, an adorable little interaction. Yeah. And weirdly fat Joe and Jack Harlow are there, which you're not sure why. Not really. weirdly. The idea of Jack Harlow <laughs> trying to talk Ben Affleck out about a, a bad decision. That's so what really brought it together for me. <laughs> and then the Matt Damon of it, like, how do you like them donuts? 
I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. It was really, it was excellent. And then her kind of flirting with Tom Brady, who, to be fair, is not hot anymore. Like that is a sunken in face. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening there. It's a, it's a, a battleship situation that's taken a couple strikes. You know, it's not sunk yet, it but it's like Giselle took all the skincare with her in the, in the, and he was like, I was like, you need some hyaluronic acid, my friend. You need some plumping. He, like, and he's getting like, uh, he's getting smaller cause he's just not playing football, but he's kind of got like Ivan Drago hair going yes. like real sharp and terse almost. So sharp. But I did love, um, I did love Aubrey Plaza drinking a Baja Blast. I like okay. drinking a, a Mountain Dew because I just like the absurdity of it. Just of like, I, I'm a blast. I'm a, I'm drink, you know, I'm having a blast. I'm a, and then just when, you know. Nick shows up. Nick Offerman shows up at the end. I like that. I you like cry. you like that. You like that commercial. I think those were the words I said. Yes. I no. I'm just yeah. confirming. I'm just confirming because I, I had like it that in commercial. the. It was no, in the we Chris always Pratt. Do this every year. We do this. You like commercials. I don't like. I like commercials. You don't like. But that's why they're here. They're for all of us. Oh, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying you're an idiot for liking it. I'm just. I'm confirming my <laughs> what I'm understanding yes. from you. I, I had it in the Chris Pratt Pringles category. Oh, now like, I have Chris Pratt in a. Why, why are you here? And why aren't you explaining why you're here? Like, why isn't the commercial alluding to why? Because what here? was the joke? He's everyone. He's like Mario and Garfield, so we might as well Maybe. be Pringles. They didn't state that though, no. which was the problem. And I needed someone like an extra to come on and be like, you think you can just do everything? Yeah. Like I needed a moment where they did it. I did like Jenna Ortega and her abuelas. And I, I like, I don't know what it was about one being Dina and one being Mita. I do want to try those Doritos immediately. <sighs> I was like, can I get these at Kroger yet? I, I like opened the app. I was like, I want them. So that I really like that they had, the, so they cast in Ortega and she's in it for five seconds. Right. At the beginning and the end. I thought that was a move. Yeah. It's you know? like, we don't even need you. And then I did like that Kia commercial with the ice rink and the dying grandpa that got I, me. It got okay. me. I hated it so much <laughs> right. because it was manipulative, but <laughs> no. also it's called streaming grandpa. Every child event is streaming now. That's all. They give you an app and you can watch the whole thing. You right. don't have to watch sadly from your stupid but window. But he's dying, Knox. He's going to die I, I in don't that. Know. Well, they when I saw him do, him first do of all, they the need to do a warmer climate. That's Here's why the he's dying. When he like uh like uh finger scored, I don't love the verbiage, but that's just what it is. When he did that <laughs> on the on the condensation um of the window, that made me laugh out loud, but also like the the fact that he is too sick that he can't go to skating rink, but he's not sick enough to where he does he knows like you can't just do a 10 to you because that looks like a 1 to your granddaughter, <laughs> which honestly would be hilarious if he was like <laughs> 1. It sucked. Not enough razzle dazzle, and you kept right. the coat on. You know, be a champion. You know, I the Sarave, Michael Sarah. I love the lean into it. I feel like they've been teasing that. Well done. <laughs> I like that you were like it's Sarave, and they brought Michael Sarah. <laughs> God, that would be counterintuitive. That's the whole I do point. feel like my my way is more fun to say. You know, no, it is a more fun way to say it. But I, listen, when he said the thing about um, when he said let me let my cream hydrate you, God. <laughs> Speaking when he goes and moisturizes 69. the mountain, I love that. Right. I love and, the words being whispered in the back where it's like and, and moisture, listen, generosity, <laughs> just good words, man. Well, and listen, Sarah V won that battle because I don't know if you saw the, the Cetaphil uh, ad, which was about the dad and the daughter watching football and then becoming Swifties together. That's right. And it was revealed on Twitter last night and now in news headlines everywhere that Cetaphil stole that from a TikTok creator. Literally even the white dad, black daughter part. Oh, wow. Where, yeah, so brutal, brutal for them. You got to pay people. Guys, you got to pay people. Come you can't on, just what are you steal doing? ideas from the internet and yeah. 
like they're not. They're probably like it's cost us seven million. We had no more money to pay anybody. We just got to steal here. You know, right? It's a Latin situation. Um, I always um uh will take up the cause of not liking that he he just gets us. It's Jesus here. I don't like it. Well, let me tell you what my what I thought was the worst commercial, which was uh the commercial for drumstick. Listen. Uh, why oh, did y'all yeah. see this? Yeah. Yes. No. So it's uh, it, he's uh, Eric Andre gets sick on a plane. Right. Already weird. And then he is tended to by a doctor that is also an ice cream cone who goes by Doctor Umstick. <laughs> I just picture the whiteboard in the ad campaign room, and they're like, "You nailed it, Chad. <laughs> like that's perfect." It's it's nothing against Eric Andre. At all. Yeah, no, no, no. Get it's paid, almost like paid. the the uh, a Yorgos movie. I'm just like, I just, I'm, it's not me. I don't want this at yeah, all. Yeah, it's not, not for, here for this. Yeah, it's not for yeah. um, I, I really enjoyed the Chris Walken uh, impersonations yeah. until it got to like, Usher, don't you have somewhere to be? I, I, don't, don't play with time and space, okay? <laughs> I know this was, this was made a lot earlier. This is not in real time. <laughs> Just You're not like, tracking Chris Walken. Say the fun thing. They don't know. People, not all people know. It's just who, like who, who wants that? Who's, who's it for? You know, like what's going on here? True. And obviously the big winner for me was uh, the bed MGM, Vince Vaughn, Tom Brady. Of like course. it's everyone can bet the, except for Tom Brady because he wins Tom too Brady much. made the rounds. He was like, I'm going to make so much money today. I'm just telling you though, double V is, yeah. you know, like Usher during the halftime show when Usher would dance, it was like, this guy's electric. He's so good yeah. at dancing. Maybe more dancing than and less singing. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Double V just cooking people, that's Usher dancing. It's just beautiful. It's art. It is beautiful. It's art. It's really art. So that wasn't great. You know what wasn't and, art, though? Pluto TV being like, hey, you you, you puds, listen, you freaking no, couch potatoes, lo- you want secretly, more stuff? <laughs> listen, I kind of secretly love that they played with the idea of like, America, fields, cows, we love, like farming, like that somehow farmers are more American than everyone else. But I, I like the strategy of like, you know, the worst part of Wally, like the part we're trying to get away from. Let's yeah. do a world that's set there. <laughs> you know, let's make all the humans that's right. that. And then hot tip to probably uh, overall, it, listen, a commercial is bad if by before the end of the Super Bowl, they've already had an issue, a statement of apology, which that would be the Robert F. Kennedy uh, um commercial why they had to Wait. apologize because it was well, so weird and unsettling <laughs> honestly because, to go snapchat <laughs> rfk jr combo i was visibly like what is happening right now because the snapchat one almost broke me honestly well listen it was weird that he was evoking an era where black people couldn't drink out of the same water fountains as other people like hello that was the whole point of jfk <laughs> and I, then also that it evokes that two of your family members were murdered like sure. we're murdered. Like we're assassinated. It Let was me just so- clean up a little bit. Uh, I'm not trying to represent JFK, but the whole point of JFK wasn't for black people to have to drink at different water fountains. No, um, I mean, like, I know. that was <laughs> why he is beloved because he finally, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm Catholic. I understand being outcast. Let's sure. go. Yeah. You know, I'm wealthy. I'll help you get rights. And so, like, I'll, and weirdly, I'll help you get rights, you know, to vote. <laughs> like, I'll make it easier for you to vote. Sure. And have a good education. Anyway, the crazy part was, his all of all of Robert Kennedy's family, and I sometimes think including his wife from Curb Your Enthusiasm, do not support him running for president. Like, oh, you don't so think Cheryl Hines supports him? I do not think. I think she's like, I do not want to be first lady. Mm. Like, this is just a weird. Uh, you know how, like, in a marriage, I'm going to explain marriage real quick. Okay, no, you know go ahead. Marriage that, like, one of you, one of you, like, pursues and has a hobby or has a beige flag. 
RFK's beige flag is running for president and Ooh, thinking he's political. That might be a red flag. Honestly. And then he has all these red flags that are also problematic. But he released a statement apologizing for any pain the ad may have caused his family members and noting that the com- commercial was funded by a pro-Kennedy super PAC, which his compa- campaign did not get to approve before it aired. Now, he sent that apology and then he pinned that freaking ad to the top of his Twitter because <laughs> he was like, but I also kind of like it, like a little bit. Like, Look, I just there are some people who watch that ad who were like, I too miss the early sixties. I I, I didn't get any of uh, it. Felt like an homage, almost like Usher being like, "Hey, I've got one glove on," kind of like another person who did <laughs> weird stuff. It just felt weird. It was like it was this weird. is a weird ad to be in the Super Bowl, especially after the Snapchat ad, which I can't <laughs> emphasize enough. It was so disconcerting for me because i was like I, what's the product i, I don't always, understand what this is well i always forget that snapchat is a thing still like actively still a messaging app i, I always forget it and i'm like oh yeah the tinies are still on the snapchat. children love the snapchat. children love snapchat so. oh, horrifying it is a horrifying <laughs> just like double combo of commercials right there um okay let's go to um uh, let's stay with the super bowl and i want to talk about some of the trailers um yeah. that we saw because we got a bunch got treated a bunch of movies coming up fun i loved it it really was. Um, Jamie, what was one that you saw that you liked? Um, I liked A Quiet Place day one. Mm-hmm. So A uh, Quiet Place, this is the third in the movie. The second one is not good. I don't think. I did not enjoy the second movie. But I loved the first oh, movie. I liked it. I liked the second one. I mean, I, it was, it was, I think it just wasn't as exciting as I wanted it to be. You wanted more dad murder. Uh, I wanted more dad murder. I get it. That was so you know? good. Watching yeah. John Krasinski murdered, it was so great. But this is uh, this is called day one, and we're going back to the beginning. And listen, I love a how did we get here. It is my favorite. That's what I always hated about Walking Dead was it was like, but ha- but like why? But like how? But like what happened? Right. Like, I want to know. I want to know how my apocalypse comes about. So this comes out June 28th. It's Lupita Nyong'o and Joseph Quinn. Well, I don't know why they're pairing. And at first I was like, oh, well, Lupita Nyong'o. But then I went and looked at her IMDb. I don't know that she, other than Black Panther, and and she's not an outstanding piece about Black Panther. That feels bad to say, but like there are seven people better than her in Black Panther. And maybe it's because they're given more to do than she is given to do. She's like a spy. She's just like a, yeah, a spy chilling. Yeah. Right. But like I looked at her IMDb and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, us. Us. But yeah. other than that. 12 Years a that, Slave. Pretty big deal. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Since she won the Oscar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Since she won the Oscar, which was for 12 Years a Slave, what honor? Is it nonstop? No. Is it? She's only the voice in Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And then Little Monsters? No. Queen of Cotway? No. The 355? Absolutely not. So I don't know. I'm really hoping for a like a surge back for her of being great again. So I'm hoping I really liked her as the narrator in Who Are You, Charlie Brown. I thought that was some groundbreaking right. work. Well, yeah, so of course. Obviously I guess we just respect talks. greatness no, differently. No, everybody you know? talks about that. You're right. My bad. It is um, one of those things where it's like, is that choice? She's not going to do much? Or is it not out there for her? Um, is she being no, judicious? Like, why why is she not doing more, more stuff? It's interesting. Yeah. Do you get the feeling that Joseph Quinn's definitely dying in like the first 20 minutes of that movie? Because that's kind of oh, what I got from no, the No, don't say that. I love him so much from... From uh, the child show. Stranger Things. Thank you. You, you want to rephrase? Things. I love him so much from the child show. Pull quote or you want to like well, three, two, grown, one, go. He was grown when he made it. Okay, from great. The... Double down. Double down, Jamie. I love it. It's good. <laughs> okay. What was the trailer you liked? I I mean, look, uh, Twisters. It's, it's, oh, it's Glenn Powell. It's Tornadoes. It's like he everything I want. A, I um 
I, I like that Glenn Powell's character is named Tyler. And yes. I like that he calls himself the Tornado Wrangler. Right. Any notes with that? Because in mine, what I wrote down was just poetry question mark. Because I feel like that's great. Yeah. No. Listen, that trailer, it doesn't matter who else is in it. And I mean like Anthony Ramos, but I remember that you cheated on her. So sure. I'll never forget that. You cheated yeah. on Jasmine. But uh, Mara Tierney Tur- shows up. Sure. Like, what you doing? Why not? But, and listen, obviously there's iconic, uh, all the things, all all of the tornadoes. But Glenn Powell is a movie star like a you are drawn to him every second it was when they do the cowboy hat and the white shirt walking in the rain that's essentially commercial pornography um i i'm concerned that they're making anthony ramos radio guy who's just like hey tornado (laughs) bad run fast and it's like maybe he's got more to offer um i uh, the quote that made me laugh out loud from the trailer was when uh the tornado wrangler uh glenn powell says you don't face your fears. You ride them. I, I don't think that's true I at it. all. Oh, yeah, you 100% do. <laughs> it feels Listen, very sexualized. And this isn't, as, for those who don't know, this comes out in July. This is not a sequel. This is just a movie about tor- That's what they said. They're like, no, it's not It's not connected to that universe at all. Sure, it's sure, sure. just a movie about tornadoes. Right. Now, it is directed by Lee Isaac Chung, which I don't think I had known until this weekend. And I was like, oh, well, he did Meanery and he grew up in Arkansas. So sure. I was like, well, he knows about tornadoes. So I trust him. He's a good I guess maker. he does. It, it, this movie implies that the tornado um, measurement technology has not improved or changed at all in 30 years. That's 100% correct. That is accurate. It's ping pong balls with chips in them and we fly them up and we just like cross our fingers. I feel like we could do better than no, that. No, that's like from the old Twister. But like, I no, know. And so- that's in this one too. They have the gizmo balls. I know they have the gizmo balls, but. Don't I say, think, I know they have the gizmo balls if you don't think they have the gizmo balls. Do you I think mean, they I have know. the gizmo balls? I do think they have the gizmo balls, but they're they're, they're like not using Pepsi cans anymore. Might be better, better. honestly. Best use of Pepsi I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I, it's it a $200 million budget, by the way. This movie has a $200 million budget. Look, they yeah. the, the inversion of, instead of like, let's bog down this movie with paperwork and getting divorced, they were just like, let's just jam Bill Paxton and um, Carrie... Never gonna say. I, I never remember if it's Elways or Yules. I'm just gonna pick Yules. I don't know. Oh, Carrie Elways. God, I always pick the wrong side. They just <laughs> smashed that character together, and they're like, yeah. "What if the douchebag was actually kind of cool?" And uh, Helen Hunt wanted to smash him, and that's this movie, basically. Well, and it's Daisy Edgar Jones, who yeah. I think is a great Helen Hunt replacement. I Not love in life, but just in this movie, man, you could tell they tried to make her blonde and they're like, I don't know. We got to spend time on the gizmo balls. We don't have time to make her actually blonde. <laughs> we definitely are not going to judge up her roots ever as we no. film this over three months, but this takes place over three days. Like, do you think weird. there's going to be a tornado in a drive-in theater uh, scene? No, but what could it be? It, no, but you know what they did, which was better. Uh, you can tell somebody's playing an outdoor sport and that because there was like a baseball or softball game going on. Yeah. Which even better. honestly, if there's a tornado warning or watch. <laughs> I still don't know which one is which, and you're playing baseball with metal bats. You deserve what you get. That's what I'll say. Okay. That's right. And a warning is worse. Come on. Come yeah. on, guys. But yeah. it, a watch should be worse because you're watching for the tornado <laughs> that we've identified is coming. A warning is don't watch is casual. Like you know, watch. watch. Okay. If I warn you that Mad Men's on tonight, 
you might not watch Mad Men. If I if you're watching Mad Men, you are seeing Mad Men. It's no, there it's, in front of you. It's insane how we it's do fair. this. It's fair that we go over this every time we talk about tornadoes. Thank you. I agree. So, I'm right. Yeah. Uh, was there another trailer that you watched? Yes, watched? it was The Wicked. And I'm not saying, I can't decide. I want to hear from Erin. Obviously, she's the resident theater nerd. And I do want her feedback. So just as a reminder, Wicked is a stage musical that is based on a 1995 novel that's based on a 1900 novel, right? Okay. Yes. And so it, uh, this has been, this has been, listen, somebody posted the tweet of like, this was announced originally in 2016, this movie. Yeah. 2016. Okay. So this stars uh, Cynthia Erivo, iconic. Love her. Iconic. Ariana Grande. Ugh. Great singer. And this is also where she fell in love with SpongeBob because mm. he's also in this, uh, Ethan Slater. And then he's Jeff Goldblum. The monkeys. Right. I know, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Jonathan Bailey, oh, Fierro. Listen, he's a great casting. Yummy. How'd you feel about not getting, what'd you feel? like? It's criminally low amount of Jonathan Bailey in this trailer. Listen, here's what I thought was great. I thought the trailer was visually stunning. John Chu is directing this. Uh, he said in the beginning we would do no CGI and no blue screen. Uh, no blue, green what? screen. Yeah. Yeah. And it that is stunning. That train is real? That train is real. And so I am impressed with if if that really did hold true the whole time that's pretty impressive and he would up he doubled down last night on twitter and said no no like no that train we just put a zipper on a zex toy and shot it and that's (laughs) the train that's right so i did think visually i was really enamored like with the costuming with the set with her like i we had gotten like slight glimpses of Elphaba, but i really wanted to see her up close and she looks so good that's great she looks good I did think it was weird for a musical to not have any music in a long trailer. <laughs> no, that's a hezzy hey, man. When you get in there and they're singing, you're like, what? I didn't know about this. Wonka led with the music and it kind of, kind of, Maybe not. And then I'm going to say this, uh, uh, and maybe this will be where it is great. Uh, this musical, I have seen Wicked maybe three times. I saw it on Broadway. I've seen it locally and I've loved it. I've loved it. But it infamously has a really tough back half. Like the back half is not where the juice is. Yeah. Like you just survive. You got there for all that. And I kept thinking, so we're just going to end this film because famously this movie is two parts that will come out a year apart. I just thought you're going to end this at Defying Gravity and then we're going to take an intermission and then you're going to make a whole movie of the worst parts of the, I'm hoping they do some plot development and maybe change some things from the musical. Is this like if Elf like paused Right yes, and the, like the yeah. uh, like the Dark Knight of the Soul and the, they did another movie about the Central Park Rangers. That's yeah. right. Yes, Ooh. that's exactly what Wicked is. Yeah, Dang. Okay. which is tough. So, Aaron, what are your general feelings? I'm nervous. I think it's b- a bad idea to do two movies to split them split it in half. I think they should have tightened up the script. Ah. I think they should have tightened up the book. I um, I'm I am gonna suffer through. Ariana to watch this movie. Yeah. I I do not think she is a good cast for this at all. Because Glinda is to me Glinda is actually more important than Elphaba. I think those so too. Well, I think Cynthia is a great cast for this. Yes, of course. 100%. I just I think she's the wrong cast and I think like even before the SpongeBob stuff, but like now with the SpongeBob stuff added to it, that makes it even less compelling to me. Yeah. 
And so it's just now I'm interested, like the Bo and Yang of it all, the Michelle Yeoh of it all. Like I'm, I'm very into all of that. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Uh, obviously Jonathan Bailey is going to be, oh. oh my gosh. Like I would do anything. Listen, I would suffer through Ariana for a Jonathan Bailey snack any day. That's right. And as a reminder, guys, Jonathan Bailey is, uh, Anthony Bridgerton in the second season of Bridgerton and he was in fellow travelers and he yes. is, uh, he was very good. To He's look maybe, at. I mean, just just delectable. I kind of, so, I was hoping, I was kind of hoping they'd be like, we're gonna do an, we're gonna do NC seventeen. Uh, yeah, that I'd be, song. I'd be down. I'd be down. Yeah. down. Yeah. So I just, it's it's Ariana for me. It's it's I'm I'm not excited about her. Yeah. At all. Like I know she, I know she has the pipes. I don't think she has the acting chops. I don't this. think she has the acting, and I I do think Glenda is so critical. Yeah. In this. In this you production. have to have the nuance. Yeah. Like the this part is is genuinely so hard to play. I think I think Kristen Chenoweth did really such an, a compelling job um when she originated this role. Like you have to have such a nuance to be that like to really ride that line of being good and also like not an like annoying, but not too annoying. And I I don't know. I just I she's I think she's too polarizing. I think Ariana's too polarizing for this. And it I just feels like she's, she thrives when you can hide her on the periphery a little bit. Like yeah. in Screen Queens, I really liked her because she was funny, but they didn't ask anything of her. Yeah. I, I I guess like there's a different version of this world in this movie where I feel like, um, man, this is going to sound so weird. And I don't, don't even want to say it, but I feel like Uh-oh. Dove Cameron is um, uh, Glenda. Oh. Um because I feel like she can do the she can do a, a comparable Kristen Chenoweth kind of uh, perkiness, but also tinged yeah. with villainy. Um, but I don't know if it's if that's the world we're living in right now. Oh, that's interesting. I that, I'm, I don't know. I don't like your response to and my. I, I just and I and I don't know. I don't know who is the person. Yeah, I was going to ask did you. It was there somebody you had in mind? No, that you I mean, there's preferred? really not. Like someone in my DMs was like, I wish they would let. I wish they would have cast one of the uh, Broadway Glendas. And I was like, I don't even think any of the Broadway Glendas could have done this. No, I don't think so either. I wish they had just done a live filming. They should have done the Hamilton yeah. of it all. And they mm-hmm. should have just filmed the original cast before they left. And that should have been and, the end. And of we it. would have been fine with and that. And we would have been fine. They yeah. probably were going to do that, but they're like, we spent like a million dollars on the sex toy, turn it into a train. We're making a GD movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. Right. What your plans are. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Was there another trailer you loved? I got really invested in Kung Fu Panda uh, 4. Yeah, um, you did? Because uh, I, I found out that Jeffrey Katzenberg, he was like, you know, because like the four, that's like, uh, we don't have any good ideas. We're just going to do another one. Yeah. But Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, nah, dog, we got, we're going to do 10. We're doing double dig Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> and we've watched those movies. There's not enough story on that uh, story meat on that uh, narrative bone. Yeah. To get to 10 stories. I don't know how they're going to do four. I went and looked up some of the villains, some of the animal villains they've been dealing with. It's um, a snow leopard, a peacock, a bull. <laughs> so that tells me we are in some dire straits Th- in this movie, Kung Fu Panda 4. I apologize if I'm spoiling this. It's going to be a chameleon. Feels a little on the nose. You know, feels a little kind of oh. obvious. Chameleons, distrustful, stuff like that. I'm hoping the trailer did not suggest this. The trailer, frankly, was kind of unremarkable. Um, it's really heavily, I, I don't know if they saw Jack Black in Super Mario Brothers and they saw the Peaches song and they're like, let's give this guy more real estate uh, because he is very charming in an animated role. But I want them to introduce, you know, what's cooler than just a regular panda, Jamie? 
What? A red panda. Ginger panda. You know I what know, I mean? Oh, that's a menstruating panda. Okay, not where I was going, but cool. You know, uh, <laughs> your voice, your choice. Um, I like the idea of let's like, I think like trolls did this kind of, when you get towards the end of the story, you start adding family members you didn't know about, you know? Yeah. So I like that there's a red panda played by like uh, Jessica Chastain, Prince Harry, Carrot Top, Reba McIntyre, all of the, any of these would be, a, I think Reba in particular would be a great addition to the panda universe. As long as she didn't have Sing Live. Uh-oh! Whoa. (laughs) Did hit that under, though, which is good She did hit that under. That was the shortest. They said it was like the second shortest in history. Yeah, that's right. Because she could hear herself in her own ears. And she's like, I got to (laughs) go. This is the first time I've ever heard myself sing, and I do not like it. (laughs) It's not good. I've never seen Kung Fu Panda, all of them. And I watched this trailer, and all I kept thinking was, those bunnies are fantastic. Bunnies are great. Like, when they're like, violence makes my tummies tingle. I just love (laughs) like i need more of you i want to so i'm gonna watch a kung fu is there a better is there the best or do you have to go in order oh no you're you're gonna be lost if you don't watch them in order jamie you'll have no idea it'll be like dragon warrior (laughs) who what's going on so you gotta watch them in order respect that please i is is there a chance we're in like you know like sometimes in history like you don't know the moment you're living in and then like in 30 years it was like well they were clearly in the renaissance you know and no one oh. in the middle of it was like, yo, dog, we're in the Renaissance. I, like, are we in a Jack black and we just don't know it right now? And like, we're going to look back and people will be like, probably the the greatest comedic aspect of, you know, the 20, uh, 2020s was Jack Black. Jack Black? I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying he set himself up well. He's super animated, very likable. He's cooking on all the animated corners. I can see him doing something on TV as like, if they do like an It's Always Sunny in like Knoxville. He's the Danny DeVito character. Because like Danny DeVito, like what's he up to? What's he doing? Just he's doing a, he's that had, dumb commercial s- with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Like but he, he makes that thing work. He's, I think he's, uh, he's not Jimmy John's. He's the other one. It's not Jason's. It's a sandwich place. Um, Firehouse. No, it's the other Qdoba. one. Mike? Is there a Mike? Qdoba is burrito. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Subway. Quiznos. It's not that one. McAllister's. It's like Mike. Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Thank you. That's it. That's it. Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. <laughs> But it's like he's always around and there. And I just feel like Jack Black's kind of prime real estate right now. I'm looking at his, you know, he did the Jumanji and he was good. He was good in those Jumanji movies. I think, don't look at the IMDb because it's not going to be traditional. He's just going to be like immersed in the culture everywhere. He's going to be Kung Fu Panda, obviously. And he did the Goosebumps. He was good in the Goosebumps. Sure. Maybe. I just feel like he has staying power. Whereas someone else, you know, Will Ferrell will fall by the wayside. And like, you know, our grand, great grandchildren or whatever, they'll be like, I think Jack Black was like, the well, American. I will think that we will say he's one of the best voice actors, like for sure, because he's, he's an, he's Bowser. And yeah. then you look at what's coming. He's going to play a uh, clap trap in Borderlands. I don't look know at that. What that is, but look at that. That's a video game, man. Oh, I'm got not, it. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be good. Every spring, I'm reminded that there's nothing like a fresh start in spring cleaning. This year, we're taking things one step further with our spring refresh at the McCoy House. Sure, it's been a lot of work to get here, but we're all so excited to settle into our new space. If you've ever moved before, you know there's nothing like the first night in a new room and the difference that soft, breathable, all-new bedding can make. Bowl and Branches signature sheets are the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep and are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and feel incredible on night one, yet they still get softer with every single wash bowl and branch very kindly sent us a code to try out their sheets and i and by i i mean my wife ashley picked the signature hemmed sheet set and cream we both 
were so impressed that the quality and softness were so good and so nice. They were super breathable, which I'm also thankful for with summer just around the corner. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bull and Branch. Go to bullandbranch.com slash podcast for 15% off your first sheet set plus free shipping. That's Bull and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash podcast for 15% off. Exclusion supply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Why don't we uh, wrap up here with some news? We'll go, how do we feel about, we're not just getting more Golden Bachelor, we're getting more Golden Bachelorette, Jamie. We knew it was coming. Okay, so what we've learned is they announced, ABC announced at their Winter TV Critics Association press tour that a spinoff is currently in the works following the massive success of The Golden Bachelor. And when I say massive, I really mean massive. 43 million people watched. Uh, 43 million. I like the 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 mathematical arbitrage of yeah. like, Big number. We don't know how to contextualize that. It was like, I think it was, um, he was getting, or that season was getting like uh, f- low fours. And then towards the end, it got like up to fives. And I think six was the uh, finale. And yeah, the wedding says, got five. Because the way they phrase it is the show reached 43 million total viewers after 35 days of viewing across linear and streaming platforms and ranks as the number one new unscripted TV series among adults 18 to 49, which by the way, if you didn't know, are the only people who matter. <laughs> for money and so uh and i'm about to age out of that group but uh and then it was also abc's number one unscripted series premiere ever on hulu in the history of hulu so uh it's set to premiere in the fall uh we don't know the cast we don't know if it's going to be a woman from jerry season no gary wait i don't remember no but i'm gonna let that stay because that's the yeah, nuance can, we yeah. don't know what his name really is jerry it's mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's Gary. I think it's Gary Sarave. I think that's what we said. (laughs) Right. Uh, And so we're going to get a lady in her 60s or beyond. Listen, I kind of want him to be Maggie Smith. Like we trot Maggie Smith out at 92 or however old Maggie Smith is. Dead or alive, Maggie Smith. I look, um, it it may, like you said, we knew it was coming. The, like the uh, current bachelor dude. I don't know his name. I don't know the vibe. I don't know the season. I don't know what like that's like, but he's like barely, um, over 3 million per episode, Zach, uh, Zach Shawcross, he was under 3 million episode. Yeah. So these are just not hitting. So they had to change it up, um, which I appreciate. Um, I, the older people, funnily enough, think it's people with more years on earth to be problematic. So yeah. that's interesting, but also I kind of think they're more open to settling down than a 21 year old is, you know? So it kind of makes sense that this actually might have some staying power, whereas before it turned into just like a platform uh, vehicle. But the thing I'm most excited about 
is do you even understand like what kind of uh, sketchball geezer skeezer contestants we're going to get? Like we're going to get con men. We're going to get all kinds of just dirtbag dudes. Yes. Because in the golden bachelor, the women were pretty like, there are a couple that were like problematic in the least problematic way a bachelor contestant has ever been. But men. Oh, these homies are going to be dire baby. It's going to be rough. Listen, I fly with them at the front of the plane and we get on. Listen, never let a lady go ahead are constantly yelling about overhead space, constantly yelling at flight attendant. I was on a flight this weekend where a guy was like, I can put my bag where I want. And she was like, actually, no, like you really can't. Like you yeah, do have to, that's a because he didn't want to check his, he didn't want to gate check. And they were like, everybody's gate checking. He said, I don't pay for first class to gate check. And she goes, yeah, what, what you, she was not ha- like, yeah. I'm so, just saying, I like, if you remember John Locke's father from lost, the guy oh who was gosh, like, I yes. do need one of your kidneys or lungs or something. And he was like, finders keepers later. It's yeah. going to be a bunch of John Locke dads. And I, I, honestly, I can't and, wait to see this. And listen, for those who are still watching The Bachelor of the Bachelorette, I watched an episode of Joey's season of The Bachelor. He is nice. That makes for boring TV. Mm. Like, it is not interesting. I was like, the whole time I was like, well, this isn't even interesting. Like, see, that's the problem. The internet apparatus, social media won't yeah. allow for a sketchy dude because he'll just get run through the ringer. Right. But secretly, that's what everyone wants to watch is that's a sketchy what I dude. Watch. Yeah, Stuff. I do. And you'll get sketchy boomers for sure. For oh, sure. For oh sure. you dang right. You yeah. dang right. Um, okay. That is it for uh, our conversation on The More You Know. The More You Know. Um, again, if you like this, if you like the content and the rhythm of this kind of episode, we do this frequently for our BFOTs. Uh, just go to noxnearmycom slash Patreon uh, to join us uh, to make sure that you don't miss a single episode of this. And as always, if you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. noxnearmycom slash 543. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? Okay. My red light this week, I saved an ad that I did not talk about in the main part because it deserved its own red light classification. And that is the brand T-Mu, T-Mu, T-E-M-U, T-Mu. That's how we pronounce it. Here's the thing. They had seven ads during the Super Bowl. Seven ads. What? Okay. So first of all, I had to call Chuck and Jan immediately and be like, hey, I know you saw these ads for T-Mu and that it's really inexpensive. Don't, don't shop there. It's bad. It's bad. They're going to steal all your data and they're going to, they don't, they, they don't, you don't want to do it. The other thing is, I was like, how did TMU afford um, seven ads? And first of all, I was like, well, maybe they're doing um, like afterpay, like you pay like installments. But then I also was like, oh, no, the Chinese government paid for this. Like Mm. the Chinese government paid for this. And then they had the gall to then suggest after being a company for years, oh, by the way, it's Temu, 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 Temu? What? It's Temu. No, it's not. It's TMU. We decide what you're called. If you're going to come to America, we decide what you're called. Um, and as a reminder, guys, just a quick, 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 quick. If you're thinking about shopping, and I know you are because it's the number one free app on Apple today. The number one free app is Temu. And here's what I'm going to remind you. Uh, that uh, the Congress has investigated uh, both Xi'an and Temu for, uh, for using forced labor um, from the, uh, Xinjiang region of China. And so if you've heard, I don't know if you've heard of the Uyghur genocide, uh, in China where, uh, 
more than a million Muslims have been forced into re-education camps and then made to do forced labor, uh, they're making your skincare from Temu. So that's what is happening, allegedly. And so just a heads up, if Congress is like, literally, and this is a bipartisan committee who was adamant in a summer statement, they said, American consumers should know that there's an extremely high risk that Temu's supply chains are contaminated with forced labor. So I'm just saying, spend a dollar more and maybe avoid the forced labor. Do you know what I mean? You, you know, know I, mean? I when I, uh, I saw the commercial, the first like four flew over my head and someone uh, at, at our party was talking about um, using like the service. And I, at that, up to that point, I thought it was just like a mobile game. I thought it was like a Roblox, like uh, a Jace kind of deal. Right. I didn't know that it was something like that uh, people could use. Like adults, it's like uh, so. Shein is mostly fast fashion. Also, have been accused of a lot of uh, human rights violations. And then, uh, and I was somebody who shopped at Shein, and I don't anymore because when you know better, you do better. And uh, Temu uh, is—they're like a drop shipper. So, and they got a lot of. uh, And the reason the Congress was investigating them is because they got—they don't have to pay, um, like. Uh, taxes, they kind of do some things to kind of get out of paying U.S. taxes. That's why their items can stay so so cheap. But listen, they're problematic in more ways than one. We're not talking about just like uh, a billionaire who has like a penis rocket. Like, it's not just that. Like, it's Mm. more than that. Yeah. Although he, did you see that he sold $2 billion worth of shares in Amazon? No, Jamie, I didn't. And if that's why everything takes 13 days to get to me now, um, I'll, I'll have is. some questions. It is. My red light is, um, even though I did, uh, Aaron, did you see anything on a used, used PJ? I just never heard. Like, you just waiting for oh, that's right. contact no, I, on that? No, I've got, I got stuff. I got it's, stuff at this level, you. sometimes you, like, you've got to, like, you know, tap, uh, bank records and stuff. I get it, it, uh, That makes sense. Um, we'll, we'll follow up later. Uh, even though I did make a lot of, uh, of money uh, on, on the Kansas City Chiefs, they got to be stopped. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. They, they have to be stopped. This is this is enough. It's it's ridiculous. I was in the position last night of like I was I was financially invested in the Chiefs. I wanted the Niners to win. I like Kyle Shanahan. I felt bad for Niners fans. It'd be cool if Brock Purdy won. Um for them to lose that way was so sad. I felt so bad for everybody. Yeah. Um but but the but the Chiefs are are are, are officially a menace on the world and football this is back to back this is consecutive championships hasn't been done since the patriots in the early 2000s the 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 cultural deluge of mahomes and kelsey and if he's still with taylor swift i just don't know i don't know that we're built to handle it especially in election season i'm just asking for the for football (laughs) minds to come together and figure out how to stop this because this was probably their worst team to win a championship they were they were not as good as they've been and they still right, won. right, because they weren't as good in the season, right? Like they didn't have as good. They of weren't as good in the season, but they're just they just weren't as good. I don't think their yeah. defense was better, but this is like the weakest version. They're only going to get better. Um, we got to do something. We have to solve this. We will can't just have the Chiefs these, win championships every year. Will any of these now. players ever leave? Do you think they'd ever leave the team? You know how sometimes players go other places. Sometimes you, you know you win and like you're you're like okay now I want to get paid, but you're also like I want to stay because I'll always probably be close to winning a Super Bowl if I stay here oh, that's true. Yeah. with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, who again did have coloration that was consistent with Hitler's uh, mustache. I just, I, I'm urging the Harbaugh's, you know, maybe someone get Belichick on the line, just Sean Payton, like uh, somebody please figure out how to beat the Chiefs. 
um, because I'm going to keep betting on them. Oh, yeah. Know. And the owner of the Chiefs, I saw a bunch of TikToks this week. I have not verified them, so please know. Like the uh, the Clark guy that uh-huh. was like and his, and his wife with the blonde and the whatever. Yeah. Um, They bought Taylor Swift a micro, a Judith Lieber micro, mic, uh, microphone bag. Like okay. A, and Judith Lieber makes encrusted diamond Swarovski crystal bags. And they asked Travis to buy it for her and he did not. And so they bought it for her and it was like a $6,000 bag. Anyway, they are, um, they are traditionalist when it comes to women and their daughters and their daughters have done some social content that is like, we don't wear pants. And yeah. I was like, I just don't need any more of these people getting a microphone, whether it's yeah. a Judith Lieber bag or not. Maybe have you thought about not looking into anyone ever again? And no, I feel it like it would, it. Yeah, it ruins it. It does. I mean, not that, like, listen, are we shocked that rich white people from legacy wealthy families might have some issues? No one's surprised by that. But um, I don't want Taylor to be friends with them. That's a problem. I don't want her to be like, I got my new bag from my, like, misogynist owner of my boyfriend's team. Uh, Can I I defend Travis Kelsey for a second? If I've purchased... And million dollar suite for you right. to experience the game in. I'm not also buying you a six thousand dollar microphone bag. I know for what? I paid a million dollars for my brother to meet Ice Spice. What <laughs> microphone is going into this bag? The one she sings into? No, it's just you put your lipstick in there. That's as big as it. You could probably put a lipstick in there. You couldn't even fit your iPhone in there. I thought you said mic. Is it is it called a microphone bag? No, it's shaped like a microphone. It looks like a mic. We'll include a link in the show notes. It's a Judith Lieber bag. It's, I don't uh, honestly. There was a a good like twenty seconds where I didn't understand anything you were saying. I, I vaguely recognized people and names and Swavarsky or something because there's an yeah. SNL skit. But there was a minute where I was like, I don't know how to contribute to this. I don't even know what's going on here. You know? Yeah, it's fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, what's your green light this week, Jamie? Okay. I have two green lights really quick. First is a book. Ah, uh, you guys, the book, it's called a love song for Ricky Wilde by Tia Williams. This is like a romanticy, but it's heavy on the romance, only very light. If you liked Addie LaRue, uh, the book, uh, then you will really love this. It begins. We're in present day. We have, uh, this kind of Ricky Wilde is our protagonist and she's the youngest in this very high achieving high society Atlanta family who have made their fortune from funeral homes and everyone, all the sisters are going into the funeral home business. I love it because I'm fascinated by funeral home businesses because all the boomers are dying and like money is to be made. Right. And we're going to run also out of graves, but no matter anyway, uh, she though is the sister that's too much, too flighty, too whatever. And so she wants, she dreams of opening a flower shop. I love a trope where you don't want to be in the family business and you just want to open a flower shop. And so she ends up, and she has a very popular floral Instagram account and she ends up moving to Harlem to follow her dream. Um, and then she runs into, uh, a fun Ezra, a jazz savant who is very hot and he's out of place and they end up developing a romance. But then there's a little hijink with some time travel and maybe the Harlem Renaissance. And it's so well written. These characters are so thought out. The tropes are delicious. Like it's so good. It has every element you want. You have this kind of backdrop of the Renaissance. You have a mystery, found family, uh, and then just, you know, fun flower puns. Doing uh, they're doing a little Zaxby's? In this uh, book, they're doing. They are doing a little Zaxby's bone in and boneless kind of Zaxby's. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. And then my second green light is the new stand-up special from Taylor Tomlinson. Listen, I have just become a season pass on Taylor Tomlinson as a stand-up. She is so good. This is called Have It All. It's on Netflix. She talks about getting her dream job, which she literally in the process of making this ends up getting a dream job, which is hosting a late night show. Um, but finding a partner, dealing with whether she wants to have kids, dealing with anxiety, dealing with a father that she has a complex relationship with. If you watch her other specials, you get hints of some of this, but she does a great job. And here's what I love. She started her life in Christian comedy circles and broke free. And listen, nothing brings me more joy than her being more famous than the other two guys who just make <laughs> fun of women for a living in their stand-up. So I love it. It's a fantastic special. You'll it, it's it's a good hang. It is explicit, so be prepared for that. And as many Christians who end up being like, I do love the F word and the Lord. So mm. um she does it and it's fantastic. So I think you'd really enjoy it. It's on Netflix. It's an hour. It's great. Um okay Knox, what are your green lights? Uh or so green I'm light. a green light. Yeah, green lights, actually. I've, I've got plural uh, this okay. week. I'm going to start with a uh, TV show. Oh, I think we talked about it in our Smooch Kill for February, um, but Traders Season 2. Yes. Um, it's, I, I, I can't say enough good things. I'm not, I can't really talk in detail because we're mid-season right now, um, yeah. but I will just say the cast is really great. Um, people are, certain contestants are showing up and overachieving and performing in ways that have surprised me and I've begrudgingly respected. Um, other uh, contestants are underwhelming, uh, but in a very entertaining way. It's just the perfect format. Um, there are three devious uh, competitors of the cast called Traders, um, and the game is to find out who they are. If the faithful, the other uh, contestants, don't find out the Traders win all the money, if they do, the faithful get all the money. Um, every episode, the Traders get to kill someone. Um, not literally, that'd be wild, uh, but like just <laughs> remove them from the game and the faithful get to uh, guess who they think is a traitor. And if uh, they are right, they're vindicated. Um, it's just fascinating. Alan Cumming is the host. He does. It, I, I've decided it's my favorite kind of host besides Jeff Probst because he just doesn't engage with anyone. He's like, I'm here to wear awesome outfits. If you ask me a question, I'll just ignore you. I just tell you like pithy one-liners and I walk off in my mansion. I kind of love that. I saw a tweet during this because somehow I have gotten on traders Twitter Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of one woman who is just dressed in a weird kind of beige blouse. They just kept adding her into things. I don't know what that's about. Anyway, my question is, somebody said the best rom-com on TV right now is The Traders. <laughs> Do you Look, think that's true? It's, I can't give away. You can't give away anything. But is there, a, are there some, are we getting a little romance there's, in the house? It might be a romance, might be a bromance. It might be oh. someone from Love Island and The Bachelor. I don't know. Yes. I can't tell you that. But oh, I love it. Um, it's there's a there's a Goose Mav vibe with them right now. Oh, and I love it. Frankly, okay. I love to see it. Uh, so it's, I just highly encourage everybody. You can kind of zone in or, or zone out in the middle. Just pay attention to the beginning and the end. It's like the perfect kind of. I'm I'm working on stuff, but I'm also watching this show. Yeah. Uh, the other one is I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. It never actually greenlit it. Um, I got this recommendation from the currently reading podcast in the episode you can listen to right now that Jamie and I were both on, but it's cold people by Tom Rob Smith. Uh, the big premise is, um, aliens roll up on humanity and they basically like telepath into your head. And they're like, you got 30 <laughs> days to get to Antarctica or else. And once there, humans got to like figure it out. And the story skips around, uh, uh, throughout like, uh, uh, time basically. Uh, and they focus on a handful of characters. There's some survivalism. There's some, uh, genetic engineering. There's a, a debate on the essence of human nature. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think if you're not into kind of, um, 
aliens slash sci-fi survivalism, you won't vibe with this book. But if you are, I think you'll really very much like it. Um, shifts perspectives pretty frequently. Um, I think I got through it in like a couple days. Um, so I highly recommend. I love a, I love a dystopian, and yeah. I love a setting that's especially really a frozen dystopia. Uh, that's yeah, a, even that's better good stuff. Um, okay, that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Before you go, remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first year purchase. Use our affiliate link for item purchasing. That link this week was. I think I got all of it uh, on that description. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, this is a ACT prep black book. Yeah, so this is a just a prep book if your kid is taking the ACT. Right? Can you take the ACT if you're just like a rando adult that's like, can I want to take the ACT? I kind of like, want to take the ACT now and just yeah, it, right? Just to do well, it. Well, this was the book you would need to prep. Although it's not. I learned in the, in the reviews that you actually need the red book and the black book. The black book only tells you the answers to the questions, but okay. the red book has the questions in it. It's complicated, but it does have 4.5 stars. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite review, the person who did not buy the red book was William Carey. He gave it one star and he just wrote useless with two Z's. <laughs> and I do think it is useless for you, William Carey. All right, you guys, don't forget, you can get a free trial to be a BFOS, um over on Patreon and it's seven days. And you can try out and see what you like. You can watch our AUA from Tuesday night, which was a fat Tuesday party. We're now in it. Lent, death, sadness, got it. So you want to relive the, the last days before lit then you can go and watch that go to noxjamie.com slash patreon to sign up I'm Jamie Golden you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamie B. Golden I'm Nox McCoy you can find me on socials at Nox McCoy thanks for listening we'll see you next time